The podcast which you are about to hear is politically incorrect and offensive. The opinions expressed by the three assholes recording it are done so solely for comedy purposes. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Whiskey Reel. Four and three and two and one. No reason, no conscience, no understanding, and even the most rudimentary sense of good or evil. If what you say is true, the Shaolin and the Wu-Tang could be dangerous. Your mother sucks big fucking elephant dicks. Got that? Come on now, dog. You know I give you the mad, fat, superfly, stupid, dope, dumbass, retarded, bomb shit props. Take a big step back and literally fuck your own face! But yeah, like Spin Magazine was actually the fucking counterbalance to Rolling Stones. Yeah. Because Rolling Stone was the more like mainstream. They always had really great reviews of whatever new Springsteen album was coming out. But like, <laughs> fuck you, dude. <laughs> just stop. But like, no, I'm serious though. Like, that's who they always fucking loved. Like, if you see, even to this day, if I you see like a, so much. If you see a, a top 100 of something, Ugh, it's so fucking Bruce Springsteen is in. He's that there fucking, somewhere. He's in there he, somewhere. He fucking can't. Yeah, fucking Nebraska was a great album. If you wanted to just, I it's murder yourself it's and your un, family. It's unlistenable. Is what it is. I don't know if it's unlistenable. I'm sorry. I, I just don't get Bruce Springsteen. I, how's that? Is that fair? That's fair, right? Dude, I don't. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't have any <laughs> Springsteen wanna, in my they catalog. They don't want to do it, dude. <laughs> <sighs> they got some fun ones in here, though. I'm on Parade. Parade? Yeah. All right. All right. Talk about deep. Does Spin Magazine still exist? That's a great question. I, I don't, don't know. know the answer to that. For a long time, they were like number two. Like, does the summer... See, this is the problem with doing these types of lists. Is they say summer... Like, any song that has summer in it, they feel compelled to have to, like, use it. I know. Like, it's it's not just summer jams. It's like, oh, it has summer in it. Yeah, let's throw this in. And it's not necessarily good at all. So I just went to spin.com and... Is there anything there? The... Uh, there <laughs> it's is. just a... What is it? A fucking... What's the code? 402? The... Um, <laughs> They're giving me the fucking... <laughs> dead the, naming? The main story on the front of spinmagazine.com is... Features the Nationals' love letter to the past. So I guess the National have a new album? I, apparently... Right. Those are you should know. Those are your I boys. I should. Those are my boys. Those are your boys. I'm a sad old man that likes the national. <laughs> that that fits. <laughs> it's fucking totally on brand. By the way, I know what my song is this week. Oh, good. <laughs> it's a national song. Just whatever. Came whatever. Up ha- whatever you happen to do. <laughs> we are live. Fuck yeah, dude! I like Talk. it when we're live. Durango is known for many things. Oh. It's known for True. good quality of life for those that can afford it. Let's just say that. That is nationally recognized. Nationally recognized as being one of the kind of better places to live from an all-encompassing standpoint. If you can make it happen. If, you, if you've if you got a good job here or you have like a good dual income with your significant other here, it's a great place to live. It's safe. It is. Um, 
Uh, if you enjoy uh, little it's, moments of road rage, you can get that. It's white. It's so white. It's so um, white. It's so white. Uh, so <laughs> that's when we say it's safe. Although, if you look at you know states, do like- you remember a few months ago when I my bike was stolen, my e bike? You never told me that. I texted you guys and I was like, "Oh my god, like someone stole my bike!" And then I found my bike like literally the next morning. How? Um, I got a hold of John, who's one of the cops we know here in town. Uh-huh. Two scoops. And I don't think he likes that. <laughs> no, he hates that. <laughs> he hates that. But I know he doesn't listen. Right. To of course. So um, I he he texted me back and he's like, dude, I think I found your bike. It's like just sitting here in the parking lot of Toatin. Oh, perfect. Or whatever. Yeah. So, but I posted on Facebook the oh, night no. before. I was like, hey, if you guys, anybody sees this fucking bike, I got so many responses. They're just like, um... Have you looked south of college? Because I guarantee it's south of college. Oh, boy. And I'm like, oh, you racist yeah, mother? Yeah, you racist mother. I mean, was the dumping in Toaton a flex? That could be a, that could be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. By the way, those of you who don't know Durango, we have this uh, super um, racist giant sign um, in the middle of downtown that Ooh. has been hotly contested every single year. It's national news. National news. When it comes it up. is a caricature yeah. of a Native American. Uh, like, I, I don't know any other better way. This would be like in the 50s, Bugs Bunny's representation of a Native American. And it's been hotly contested whether or not this thing should even exist at this point in the world. Uh, and that's why I mentioned... Is it was it like a uh, was it like a pro t- like a stealing protest? So they take this white guy's e bike and they fucking dump it in the parking lot. I'm thinking this is so. Ironically, the reason they stole my bike so easily is because I was just too fucking lazy to to lock, lock it, up. it. Oh, that's your fault, dude. Hundred percent. Yeah. No, and I knew don't do that. No, and it was stolen out of the parking lot of the Eighth Ave Tavern. Oh, even be- you left. Your $800 bike unlocked. South of college. I, I'm just I saying. I fucking left my bike. At literally 20 feet south of college. Well, let's just be honest. That bar. Yeah. And we love Brian. And they do. They're, they're, it's a bar in <laughs> town. Technically. And it is known for being a little bit rough around the edges. Is that safe? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's all locals. Maybe unfairly in some respects. So, I've never had an issue there, but like if you want to go find Eight Finger Jim, he's probably there at yeah. noon. Yeah, if you want to go find guys named like Slick. He's still looking for that other still finger. Still looking for those two fingers, dude. <laughs> <laughs> One's up his butthole, guaranteed. Um, but no, at, at least you found it. But yeah, this is Durango's known for a lot of stuff. Uh, one of them being, you know, it's it, it, this is where people with money can live pretty unfettered. Like, yeah. there's not, you know, um, there's not I, a lot of opportunities for like middle class and 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 anything below middle class. There's not a lot of opportunities there. But if you make a decent chunk of change, and not, I'm not talking a millionaire, but if you make a decent chunk of change, you can live here relatively nicely. That's sure. safe, right? Sure. The weather, especially right now, springtime, you know your boy here hates that winter shit. 
and we just happen to have six months of winter this year. So we had six months of winter. That's not hyperbole. What happened? I it but but but, but yeah. feels like Alaska. Like I'm gonna get half of my ears ice, and the other half is before the ice. Well, whatever vagrant stole my bike <laughs> was. Luckily, it was Tig. Just as fucking, <laughs> just as lazy as I. It was Tig. It didn't bother to lock it up. <laughs> it was Colin. No, because it was. It was like nine a.m. on a Sunday. I get, I get the call, and they're like, "Dude, your bike's right here." It still had half a battery's charge. That's amazing. You they just I mean? said, "Fuck it." No, they just leaned it up against the Toatin racist sign. Thing. No, Ooh. it was leaned up against. So it. it's just, it's just this is a protest. And then they went and fell asleep somewhere. This is a protest. Yeah. So you're saying they fell asleep and not went to work? I get. I'm, Are you trying to elude? It to was something? Sunday. Oh, okay. It's the Lord's Day. It was Sunday. Uh, <laughs> it's White Lord's Day. Uh, <laughs> we are known for a lot of things. We have little fun events over the last two years with the pandemic. It's got a little wonky, but we are back in full effect this summer. There's going to be a lot of fun stuff going on in this town. A uh, lot, of, lot of reasons to drink. And don't get it twisted. Durango is fueled by alcohol. Uh, whatever we yeah. can do or events we can throw that involve alcohol, we will do it. Uh, and one of them is this weekend. When you guys hear this, it'll be over. But just hear our thoughts on it. It's, a, it's an event called the Durango Wine Experience. Uh, it it is multiple days. They have seminars on teaching about different styles of wine and bubbles and glassware. They also have tonight. We're recording on a Friday. They have this thing called the walk around, walkabout, walk yeah. um, where you can go to different retail shops. I think it has Durango Durango Wine Experience dot org. Right? I, I don't know. I, I ever since that third party company took it over, yeah, and it wasn't like the homies. It wasn't. Yeah, because it, it, it used it's to been be weird. Like, it, it doesn't feel as personalized. Well, it was as it actually used to the feel. Chamber of Commerce. Yeah, I, but but they but they hired yeah somebody else. Right. So it's this whole. It's like an event coordination company. Exactly. And I don't know if they necessarily know Durango very well or know like they've probably done a million of these types of events. But Durango's very weird with everything it does. We are different. Very secular in in what it likes. So they do a walkabout on Friday. Unfortunately, they stopped doing it where they spread it around so you can um, go to different retail shops off the strip. They've consolidated it, which is a little less good for the retail, but easier for people to walk. And if you've seen these fucking utter redacted fools, then you know that it's probably better they don't have to walk three blocks because they're too busy screaming at each other and singing Cindy Lauper songs because they're fucking boomers like i am so <laughs> saturday is the grand tasting bobby you said you're going to be pouring for a company there i'm going to be pouring for a company by the name of spirit hound sounds convincing um out of lion colorado they make cool. um some really nice gins and whiskeys so they're new they've been uh, around for only a they're couple new-ish. years ish okay. i mean i mean they're they've been around long enough to have aged spirits okay you know what I mean? So uh, I tried their gin. Really, really lovely. Really, really good. They have a malt-based uh, whiskey as their primary spirit. Cool. It's really nice. Yeah. So if you're not working the event, which, you know, Bobby's working the event. We all used to scream and plead not to work the event so we can actually attend the event. 
But usually if you're kind of a gun for hire pouring, you pour for an hour and then you dip. That was my that was my thing. I'm going in for that's what you should do. That's what I said. Uh, last year was a train wreck. Utterly unpleasant the experience going there. Luckily they have an hour beforehand that's vendors only. So it's very sparse. So you get to see the people you haven't seen since last year. Yep. Taste all the special shit. But as soon as they release the hounds and the open the gates of hell, it's a bunch of sweaty people dressed to go to the Kentucky Derby that are fucking blind drunk. Which is not this year. The the Kentucky Derby is not till I know, but they still dress like it. I know. It's like a thing. But like normally it coincides. It's the same weekend. It's a the lot, same weekend. Right? And this is yeah. Well, they got smart too and they stopped um they stopped doing a lot of things on other event days. Which oh, is well, very the Super Bowl. Smart. The Super Bowl and Snowdown. Super Bowl and Snowdown, they've they've eliminated that because the NFL was nice enough to add an extra week yes. for us. Yes. It was strictly for us. Thank God. Um, but no, great event for town. Brings a lot of people here. A lot of revenue. Restaurants Big are revenue. stacked. Hotels are stacked. Um, unfortunately, you got to deal with a lot of fucking 50 to 70-year-olds that forgot how to drink. And well, it's not necessarily it's a, fun. It's a wine event versus a beer event. So there are two very... The demographics. There's different. a huge delineation between yeah. what happens. The demos are different, The right? demos are incredibly different. Beer events are, you know... Dude bros. Dude bros. And, and chicks with guns. Yeah. 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 Big belly chicks and dude bros. Yeah. Right? Yeah. A lot of mullets. Hairy pits. A lot of unwashed the fucking unke- the un- unkempt. unkempt masses. <laughs> <laughs> the unwashed masses. Um which is good too, but yeah, this is you know, yeah. I don't I don't I don't necessarily think events should have hard alcohol and wine right next to each other for people to taste. Kinda leads you in a bad direction. But that being said, God um, bless you, Durango Wine Experience. I yeah. hope you guys do well. This will be the first time I do not attend in 10 years. I, I won't miss it. I'm going to turn it over to the next wave. I know, and I think this will be the first time in years that I have not enjoyed this event with you, even though we weren't hanging out every year. But you pa- that's a thing. It got but to it, the point where we couldn't even see anybody we wanted to talk to. Yeah. It was pushing through. But I knew you were in the tent. I was there. <laughs> and that's a thing. Like, I have my rhythm when I go to that event where I, I have this thing that I do. that I have rules that I keep. And it gets me so I'm not fucking falling over after three hours. Yeah. Which is hard sometimes because there's a lot of good shit. So, I, that being said, good on you, Durango. I'm glad uh, the wine experience is back again. Um, I'm just more happy that it's beautiful outside. And with that, I will say, welcome to the whiskey reel. Welcome to the whiniest, whiniest, whiniest reel this week. It's that weekend. Not only is it wine experience, but we have a lovely wine that we're going to be, that we are enjoying at the moment. We'll tell you a little bit about it later. Uh, But you know we're sitting high, sitting high in Cloud City. Really, really. Like, it's... You know, you got somebody with a high ass. That's we're the high ass of podcasts. We, we are. really are. We really are. We've been doing this longer than you we're have. The Derek Henry. We are the Derek <laughs> for you football fans out there. <laughs> um, we are the high ass of podcasts, and I will go to my grave thinking that. Um, I hope you all are doing well. We are back again for another stellar show. We got a lot of fun stuff to talk about, but first and foremost. Let's get it off right. Sitting across from me 
It's the HIV. And the heaviest of the HIV. Hop. The HIV. Did the HIV. Did the HIV. Did the HIV. The HIV. HIV. It's HIV, Tyler. It's the Bobby Duke. It is uh, heir of the Bitchwater fortune. The Van Noy's Bitchwater fortune. The Van Noy's. He is formerly of Tallahassee, has then moved to Orlando to participate in the Don't Say Gay Bill. I have that on good authority. <laughs> this is one Mr. Boba wow. Van Noyes of the Tallahassee Van Noises. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy boy. Uh, you guys know him. You love him. He's my everything bagel. <laughs> you tolerate him. <laughs> he is. Uh, for all of you literate wine drinkers this weekend, he is the opposite of Dorian Gray. Yeah. He's the, the polar opposite of a Dorian Gray. Yeah. He's just withering before my eyes. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Tony Montanus, my good friend, Sir Antonio Branderas. Yeah, boy. It's good to see you, buddy. Yeah, man. Good to see you. You had a good week? No. Good. Uh, we'll end it there. Nobody <laughs> nobody needs to hear no, details. It's dog shit. No, it was dog shit? Really? Why? Dog shit. Why? No, Can you speak on it? Nah. No. Okay. No. It's fine. It has something to do with blood clots and a relationship. I can guarantee you those two things. You are not that far off. Yes! Still got it. Relationship? Great. Oh, yeah? Still hanging out with girl? Oh, girl? Yeah. Love it. Um, I went to a soccer match with her. Football? Um, No, when they play at Durango High School. Oh, you went to a high school soccer game. That's soccer. Oh no, that's soccer. That's soccer. That's soccer. that's not football. That's soccer. <laughs> How many players were named Skyler? I uh, six. I don't know. Uh, what's the over under? There was a couple of Emilys. Or was, uh, uh, yeah. What's what's some other ones? Canyon. I, I, I didn't meet a lot of the young ladies, but anyways, it was fun. Good. Um, Telluride came down for a visit, and Durango High School beat them. Bloody. Well, Telluride's got how many teenage people in Telluride? How many girls were on that field? 14? Yeah. Maybe? I'm guessing it was mostly that. Most people don't have families in Telluride. That's a different sort of destination. Who can afford it? Richie's. God. Fucking Richie's. makes us look like. It's the the greasers. Totally. It's the greasers versus the socias. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. We're the greasers. That and we're a, still. That is a big time. You like that? Fucking. Um, you like that? Some outsiders? Yeah, I'm, I know. I was just trying to think of her name. Who? Uh, um, the author of The Outsiders. Oh, I don't know. I never uh, read it. She wrote two books. And it was Outsiders and what? The other one. The, <laughs> the new. She wrote no. The New By Kama the way, Sutra. Uh, just full disclosure uh, mushrooms are legal. In Colorado, yes, they're no, they're taller. They're they're, they're decriminalized. decriminalized That's Colorado. different than legal. And so maybe on a Friday afternoon, a good friend of mine, this lovely young lady, just handed me some chocolates yep. and said, "You should eat these." And so I ate so them. you ate them. Yeah. So Bobby might be in and out of certain realities yeah. while we're talking. Uh, this might be interesting. That's what's up. Uh, welcome back to the Whiskey Reel. Uh, we are going to delve into a little bit of stuff that we just simply can't deny because it's fun to kick bullies. It's fun to make fun of people that think they're awesome when they're not. 
And when the subsequent wall gets hit by their f- stupid fat faces, it's great to point it out. I have no, I, there is no taking the higher road when it comes to stuff like this. There are bad people that do bad things. And when, and, and when they fall or when they fuck up, it is wonderful to watch. I mean, I don't know about you. I'm sure you guys agree with me out there. But we, as you well know, we are, uh, we're not a fan of the current GOP, nor are we fans of the grifting talking head. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to call them journalists because there's no journalism going on. They're just, they get handed their marching orders by their, you know, their gods that are politicians. And then they repeat those talking points endlessly. And soon enough, just like Hitler said, you know, you say it long enough, it becomes truth, right? Say a lie long enough. I like that you um, qualified this statement as saying that we're not fans of the current. Yeah, whatever GDP, this is, the, the whatever is, is not good. Right now, now. now, granted, yeah. I've been I've been on the left my whole life, but I I don't remember. And we've talked about this ad nauseum on the program. We won't go down this road, but it is clearly a line of demarcation now. There there is no questioning. It used to be if you don't agree with me, maybe we can talk about it. I don't need to like you or agree with you, but I respect your decision. Like in the good old days. That and this was thirty years ago. This is not far ago. George Will and Yeah, like you had these Buckley like guys out there that you knew were douchey and definitely racist. Remember when um what was his name? Pat Buchanan. Pat Yeah, but he was always a prick. But that guy would be regarded now as a rhino. Oh no, 100%. he would. He would be a leftist right now, and so would Karl Rove. Also, and he didn't like Jews or, or the blacks <laughs> or the blacks. Yeah, but like he would be so far out of the fucking mainstream. See, with that's him. the thing that that's the joke right now is Ronald Reagan would be considered a rhino easily, easily. Not even no question about it. Uh, so here we are in this world. Um, there are some famous people that are very popular on right-wing media, and you guys all know them, and you've heard all about this already. But we we only get to talk once a week, so we're gonna re we're gonna address some of these. The Tucker Carlson firing was spectacular. Um, it does really nothing to suppress him as a media personality. All it does is hurts Fox. Which I don't necessarily think is the, think is a bad thing. It's literally a propaganda machine. It does no investigative journalism whatsoever. It's a bunch of dumb fat heads yeah. talking and repeating talking points for the propaganda of the GOP. We all know that. It's been proven now. That's the beautiful part. You literally have people saying, "I don't believe anything." of this particular issue and then literally turning around and saying the opposite to their audience because it makes them money. That's it. That's the beginning and the end of it. I know they probably hate Jews and people of color in real life. They probably do, but they'd probably be more chill if they didn't have 20 million people watching them. Right. Um, so I know Tucker's going to go and do the Alex Jones saying he's probably going to go get his own like streaming service and do what Alex Jones says, where he's making more money now than he did when he had his show on YouTube or was was uh, simulcast on, on YouTube. Fox, however, is losing money. They're dropping like a rock. 
And um, I could not be happier about Tucker Carlson being embarrassed and being shown to be the hypocrite, grifting, spineless piece of shit elitist that he is. Sure. I mean, I have no argument with that. <laughs> he's just a bad guy. No, he's a piece of shit. He's a bad man. And he's, well, sp- he's, he could be indirectly responsible for January 6th. I'm, I will say that's this not about, hyperbole. Here's either. my real problem with Tucker. I would have more respect for Tucker Carlson had he actually believed everything that he was saying. That, I would almost too. That led to January 6th and that's led to some yeah. of the, um, fomentation of fucking rhetoric. Because you have crazy people like Mike Lindell but, that literally believes what he's saying. But now we've actually seen text messages of his where he openly is saying, fuck Donald Trump. Like literally. Like fuck that's Donald not, Trump. I hate this motherfucker. Verbatim. I fuck it. Yeah. And then we'll go around, turn around and say he's the best president who ever lived. These people lie to the dumb people, He's and they're going to continue. Scumbag. He's a fucking scumbag. He's a snake oil salesman. Hannity, all these guys. One of my favorite snake oil salesmen. Like, really, he's kind of the creme de la creme. And uh, he wouldn't know what that means because French is gay. So the, the, the person I want to focus this, like, spear at is a gentleman named... Um, Stephen um, Crowder, Chowder, Stephen Crowder. Yeah. He has a show uh, called Louder with Crowder. This is a man who, little backstory, failed L.A. comedian, um, never made it, very upset about it. Not yes. unlike Ben Shapiro in screenwriting for Hollywood. Yes. These are all failed comedians that thought, I'm just going to turn it on a dime. Thing with Stephen Crowder, I honestly, after seeing recent events, believe he believes what he's saying. Oh, I yeah. think he's yeah. a, a sociopath. Mm-hmm. And I'm not like just calling people names. He has definitive emotional problems yeah. and mental issues and guises it and, and couches that in the the persona of ultra-right, libertarian, free speech, except if you're black or gay or women. Um, he's one of those guys. He's the, He's a stalwart. Um, recently just turned down a huge contract by the aforementioned Ben Shapiro, Daily Wire, who's just another bunch of grifting psychopaths that make no sense, get shredded at every single debate they're in. They're just garbage people. But I think Shapiro did go on the record as saying that um, he actually sort of presaged what we're about to talk about. Kind of. Which is the marital stuff that was going on. Shapiro's not dumb. He's just lazy and, and he's lazy and uncaring about his audience. He won't get past a clickbait title. He won't read the rest of the article. He's so I know he's a Harvard grad. He was supposed to be the wonderkind of the time. He's garbage. He makes money deceiving people, all the memas and peepaws out there. That's what he does. Steven Crowder, one of the biggest of those, has a show, Lateral Crowder, was going to sign on, brought out this, by the way, it was was called an offer sheet. It's not a contract. This is what a company gives you to give you what they got. And then you take that and then give them what they got. You go back a few times agree on something and then you form a contract he made it sound like this was the contract it wasn't it was another in the long line of him lying to his audience and started this kerfuffle with this company that will become important later 
Recently, it's come to light, and it only came to light because he said it on his program. Um, his wife's leaving him, and I can't blame that poor lady um, who we saw video of later while she was pregnant and the horrible, vicious abuse that Steven Crowder did to his wife. It's now public knowledge. Apparently, he couldn't see the birth of his twin babies because he was getting pectoral implants which is an elective surgery and, and disguise that as a serious medical issue. So little boy was so mad. He couldn't do reps, bench reps enough to build his chest and do flies. He got plastic inserted into his chest cause he's a real man yeah. and that's what real men do. And his wife left him cause of abuse. He couldn't leave it alone. He had to go on a show, make himself look like a victim and a martyr. And when you when you see his little thing, and Bobby, you saw that whole thing he did where he did his oh, little, yeah. and some of the verbiage used in that was so ridiculously absurd. Like I don't want to bring. He brought up his kids seven times in the entire thing. Nobody even was talking about his. Nobody was talking about his divorce. He wanted to quote unquote get ahead of it so he can be a victim because that's all he can do. This is a man who wears a gun holster with no gun in it on a show and says, you got to fight on a t-shirt and he's these fake little muscles. He's the most sensitive snowflakey little baby boy. He just wants to suckle at mommy's boobies. He's such a tiny little man that he has to wear a gun holster on his show to flex. And if that impresses you and you're eight, I get it. Other than that, I don't know why somebody would do something like that. But he has a successful show, gets a lot of views. Gets a lot of views. Um, well, his rhetoric, he... he I, I it's would say racist. It's misogynistic. He's effective at what he does. He's good at what he does. Yeah, if you do subtle racism, people dig you. 100%. Yeah, and, and he's be, probably because of his history as a... Stand up and as an entertainer, he's probably had some training, no, or whatever. No, but, but you know what? The fact is, he's he just good. bombed on stage. He's good at what he does for those in, people in yeah. this in that respect. sphere. You know what I mean? Right? Yeah, and that's all it takes. He found his niche, just like Glenn Beck did, just Bill O'Reilly did, be effective Tucker Carlson and being did. Horrible. Yeah, you can effectively get everybody angry and make fun of uh, women and people of other races. Because he is not above doing a fucking Asian accent or a black accent as oh, yeah. he sees it. He is just a bad, horrible person. So that being said, I'm so glad this happened to him. He's being exposed as the piece of shit bully he is, yelling at his eight-month fucking pregnant wife with his twins and telling her to get an Uber because he doesn't want to give up the car while he's sucking down a fucking uh, cigar, yelling yeah. at her that you don't commit, you don't respect men, and you need to do more wife things for me. And sounds like the little tiniest baby bitch. And I'm glad it got exposed. And the only reason his wife released that video is because he did his little video, basically saying, if it wasn't for Texas's uh, uh, fucking. Uh, laws against uh laws to help people get divorced no fault divorces yes we no would still divorces. be married yeah. uh because you know you want somebody in your life that you have to keep with you by law 
And if they don't want to be there, you have to have the ability to say, no, you have to be here because um, it's the law. Because that's fucking awesome. And people love that. Yeah. If you're ever with somebody, make sure they stay with you because of the law. That would be amazing. Um, secondly, brought up his children a bunch of times. And thirdly said, this, um, this what happened is not my kid's fault. They're two years old. Of course, I'm were not my kid's fault, made it very clear about that. I am responsible for this entire thing because I picked the wrong one. That's verbatim. Yeah. That's what a tough guy man he is. Yeah. He throws his pregnant wife, not pregnant now, but he threw his pregnant wife under the fucking bus, all the buses. What is because- the opposite of a mea culpa? You know what I mean? Like, that's what that is. That That's, that's, Deflection at the highest order. Gaya culpa? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, but no, <laughs> he is obviously closeted. He's n- he, he he hates the gays so much that dost thou protest too much? Um, he is a train wreck. But he what the why we went on this rant is because he is indicative, and he is a literal symbol of what's happening on the right. He is every macho, fake, pussy, run from a fight, smoke a cigar, hate your wife, hate your kids, hate everybody that isn't you, hate yourself, ultimately. He is indicative of the Tucker Carlsons and the Jim Jordans and the Carrie Lakes and the DeSantis's and the fucking... This is a clone of all these other clones, right? Yeah, yeah. this and we were talking about this just feels and Bobby I'm sorry I'm like totally but this made me so okay. angry we talked about an inevitable dissolution of the current GOP what do you what do you what do you what are your thoughts on like that in regards to history and the future well in regards to history like the only people that can defeat their own party I mean it goes back to Nixon like is the party yeah Someone of like minds will have to actually say, no, what you're doing is actually hurting us mm. as a movement, as a um, prevailing thought process. Right. You know what I mean? And I don't see how that happens under these new uh, constraints and under the way it works now. Like, you're not allowed to speak out against Marjorie Taylor Greene, even though she is by far in the minority of your party of your minority she's the of, minority she's of the your minority, minority of your minority 100% of the way people actually think but, but you're you not can't. allowed to decry that yeah it's how weird is that's that that's scary right it's it's going to eventually lead to the demise of the GOP like and i'm not that's not hyperbole but literally if they want to keep I mean, if I they want to keep going yeah. crazy like forever it's going to eventually weed itself out. And then they'll pop back up and be the new teacup sure. party or the new libertarian. Or they'll call themselves a different name. Yeah. I mean, but, uh, you know, the Tea Party was never regarded as more than a fringe element. Even when they, I mean. I think they won Congress point, seats. They won Congress seats. Yeah. Like, they won, like. But that rolled into libertarian. And that rolled into MAGA. Yeah. Like, this is a. This is mainstream GOP politics now. Dude, I mean... 
And I don't give a shit where you stand on the like political spectrum. You have to know. You have to admit something this fucking extreme. Yeah, this is crazy balls, this, man. This this is like not good. This is something that I don't I don't know how you fix this. Well, they're not. What they're doing is just taking constant L's. They kick people out of Congress that then get voted back in. They try to put up uh, bills, anti-abortion bills that get fucking taken down. They have Supreme Court justices being inspected, like being fucking uh, looked at for fraud and ethical violations. Go down the line. Jim Jordan getting fucking sued by Al- Alvin Bragg. But those Donald Trump become... on eight indictments. Like it. But those become perpetuations where you can say, well, look, that's just the system trying to bring us down. These are just... They can say that. To, yeah, no, but but it works. But the courts are the courts. I know. It's one thing if I say this guy's a criminal. But, but the perpetuation is just saying, well, look, we told you. This is what And I understand do. that. And they're going to use that and yeah. hang their hat on that all day and watch slowly... How the fucking old people die and the young people don't care about your party anymore. It that's yeah, an inevitability. Well. And I don't want to go to a one party system. That's called authoritarianism. I don't like it. I want there to oh. be a strong opposing party, but they have to be human, man. Like this is this is no longer an argument anymore. It's not well, they have some good points. No, they don't. Yeah. They're out of points. I haven't heard a good point. All they do is complain about how they're victims, how evil the Democrats are, and that's it. That's they it. We're actually watching a, a moment in history, and maybe we should go talk about happier things. But we're watching we a moment in history where systemic things are happening. Like, we're watching a systemic breakdown of their media operation. Yeah, we're watching like it. the biggest. We're watching it. It's falling. The, the house of cards are falling. It's falling. And... We talked about it. Like, Newsmax, as soon as Tucker Carlson got booted, Newsmax viewership went up three times. And what does that tell you? I mean, yeah, it's funny because Newsmax is literally the the National Enquirer. Like, literally. Literally. Bat Boy, 600-pound woman flies. Like, this is Newsmax. That's, like, literally, they have no integrity. It is crap but it pushed the tucker carlson people for the right yeah so and fox did it to protect their own interest obviously they're a obviously. corporation they will fire anybody and have they fired bill they riley fire they enough. fired Je- they fired fucking uh beck they fired like don't think because you're we're fucking right now they can't fire enough people i don't think there's Hannity's going to be left because he, he'll suck all the cock, dude. I just don't think you can save that institution. It, it, well, again, they built their own institution. They made horrible business decisions, and now they're they're failing. So you want to talk about go woke, bro, go broke. Last time I checked, woke companies aren't falling, but Fox is. Yeah. And when I say woke, I use that almost as a, it's a joke. euphemism. It's a joke. Like, you know... As soon as Fox fired Tucker Carlson, all the all the right-leaning pundits called Fox woke. And I don't know the last time you've seen Fox. It's not woke. <laughs> not a big lover of people of color. I can pretty much yeah. guarantee that. I can tell you this thing. <laughs> the only people using that word anymore. What, woke? 
are the right wing. No, nobody. We don't, dude. The left doesn't use the left. We don't say that sexual community, fucking no. African American well, community. By the way, who coined the goddamn coined the phrase. goddamn phrase? So it's more fucking appropriation. You think of something cool, and now we're gonna take it and use it. It's they don't classic, use it. classic. None of those people use that. They haven't used it for twenty years. For twenty years. Yeah. You guys use it, dude. Co- conservative humor. Let me. Okay, Bobby. Who are the top three conservative comedians? Oh, fuck. I don't know. Let's go. Top three conservative comedians. Yeah. Um, I mean, Rogan is the only one that pops into my head. Yeah, but I said and comedian. Well, oh, that's a good point. Touche. Ba-dum, yeah. bum, bum. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, he goes as the wind goes because he's a well, big dummy who likes shiny things. And there's a whole movement of what they would call the anti-woke comedians. He literally created a comedy club. The la- the mothership? The mothership to be the anti-woke comedy club. God, he's so brave. Isn't I know. You know, when I, think, when I think about people... Thank God we have him. You know... I think about those, you know, Rosa Parks. You think about like the 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 horrible death of Emmett Till, Martin yeah. Luther King, Malcolm yeah. X, yeah. and then where does Rogan fit in? Oh. It's just being a brave just warrior a brave of justice, social warrior. Because God, he's had so much go on in his life. Yeah, you know, I I don't know. I think we all should take a moment. But that is a a paradigm shift. Is now they become the. Social justice. Workers. Yeah, but they all suck. So the problem yeah. with that's the problem is all these guys on this anti woke comedy shit. Go listen to their sets. They're dog shit. Yeah, like you've got some guys that tow the lines back and forth, like Tim Dillon, um, Andrew Schultz. They all dip their toe in whatever this anti woke thing is, but they know where their bread is buttered. Sure, they know it isn't buttered by the right. They know they have to be. They can be kind of edgy and be this and be that. And that's fine as a comedian. Dave Chappelle has said some shit that I don't agree with. I don't think he's supposed to be a moral philosopher. He's just a comedian. But And you can pick and choose those moments. But to Dude, call Ricky yourself, Gervais. I mean, Ricky I, Gervais is a, about as irreverent as a comedian gets. Yeah. I say he's a fighter for justice. Unlike some of the other ones. But what I'm saying is... All this, the, the, the comedy mafia right now, they have chosen a lane. Some of the rich ones. Yeah. And the problem is the ones that aren't, don't have that spotlight are being fragile leftists, can't say anything. Yeah. So there's nobody just talking anymore, right? There's nobody, that, uh, comedians have to like, yeah. like Bargazzi, like, does non-political, non But, like, obscene. we're talking about people that just continue to do the work that they do. Yeah, I know, but they didn't. They've, you know? cha- they've changed it. it like, used- Marin, Marin is very outspoken. In his lefty-ship. In, and not even that, just of, like, he no. He is, though. I'm a comedian. I mean, he's acknowledged. He's a leftist he kind of guy. Right. 100%. And he hates this fucking anti-woke comedy. Yeah, like, those ridiculous. dudes won't even talk to him. Like, Rogan won't even talk to him. It's funny. By the way, give me your favorite Rogan joke. Okay, that was it. I don't even... No, he's fucking awful. No, I was saying, do you know one? No. Thank you. I don't know anything. I I used to listen to his podcast religiously because it was funny to me, but as a comedian, 
I've never understood that. I liked Joe Rogan because he talked to fighters, and I loved That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Talk and have those and conversations. And That was it. And that was about it. That but was it. yeah, other than that, I just don't get it. Man. I, oh, do you want to know the only friend of his that hasn't performed at the mothership? Jordan Peterson. <laughs> no, he's too busy sucking no, I, other I know, cocks. Um, that guy is... Wow, oof. we are so deep. We are I don't, it's 25 fine. minutes. One out. last thing. The only comedian, and I I hate to say well-known, but maybe well-known nefarious, like infamously, um, comedian that hasn't performed at that place. Actually, there's been two. One I understand, Chris D'Elia. Yeah. He's still licking the wounds of his underage thing. He got smoked. He got smoked. And there's number two. And I'll tell you what. This guy has had the most Rogan um, appearances than anybody. Diaz? Nope. Who? You're 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 so interested right now. No, I am. It would be Brendan Schwab. Oh yeah. Has not been invited. Really? That's interesting. No, it isn't. He's probably the worst comedian working that's well, actually getting main rooms. The guy's sure. trash. He steals no, jokes. He's horrible. MMA fighter. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I I, I wouldn't yeah. hold that. I wouldn't hold CT. I'm not holding that against him. I'm just saying that. But that's his background. That's his background. He got famous because he was a UFC fighter. Yes, and then when he went six and five, that's his career record. Yes, he got famous for being Joe Rogan's friend. Yes, that was it. Hundred percent. And then got a special. Yeah. No, and he's terrible. He's not funny. And, and then put out another special on YouTube that is literally the lowest rated comedy special of all time. Wow. Whitney Cummings is coming close. Yeah, last she's... Special. Ooh. That was not good. What's happening there? Well, she said she took three years to refine it because of COVID, and she really feels good and gets good responses. Comedy's in a bad place right now, man. It's bad, bro. It's in a weird spot. Okay. We're going to stop. We're stopping. We're going to talk about something fun soon. I promise you. We're going to take a break real quick. We're going to get into summer songs. So I hope you guys get your jokely blades on. I want some Oakley blade rocking. I want Oakleys in the front and Crokies in the back. I want the Crokies holding the Oakleys. I want mullets. I want mismatched patterns. I want unwashed masses for this next segment. Can we get that? Jesus Christ, you guys. Sorry. <laughs> we kind of got off on a little bit of a thing. That's fine. Um, reach out to us. 970 
4265344. French in your mouth. 9704265344 is the number. Yeah, um, I did find out who our mystery caller or texter was last who is week. That? It's our old friend Brian Erickson. We both met him. Um, but I didn't have his number, so I just wanted to Brian, thank you for Send us more. Out. It was, yeah, always send us more. Send us your thoughts. Um, just maybe put a little signature on your text. Give us a really hardcore Carrie Lake quote. <laughs> uh, but no, Brian's like, I don't know if he's an OG, but he's been around for a couple of years. Oh, yeah. So definitely. Thank you, Brian. Um, not shy about reaching out. Hell yeah, dude. That's always. I wish more of you were like that. You know who you are, you sons of bitches. Uh, so before we got off on a 45-minute tirade. That's what um, happens. The whole time we were drinking a lovely bottle of rosé. Okay. It's rosé time. Rose. It's pink wine time. Go look outside. Go look right now. Yeah, this is it's rose season. This is rose season. I think the first time I drank rose with Bobby is I brought over a magnum. I know it was the first time. And we drank the entire magnum. And then. What else did we do, Aaron? I don't remember. <laughs> um, but we had a good time. I think we were in a river at one point, and like, I don't know what happened. A Th- lot of stuff things went happened. into our bodies that day. <laughs> <laughs> um, as it is wont. We didn't we did. fuck. I want to be clear about no, that. No, 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 no. We, we didn't, didn't fuck. fuck. We didn't fuck. No. We that, would not have been able to. That came later. <laughs> no. Um, we were drinking a rose. And when you're talking about rose, the the mecca, the mecca of rose is this weird little place in France. It's not what you think it is. It's the weirdest name in France. It's A I X, which yep. is pronounced H H, which is really pissing me off, and should piss you off too. However, if you see A I X on a bottle of rose, buy it. It is basically a guarantee of quality. That being said, what we are drinking is called Beeler. And we, I always go Beeler. 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 Perifi, which means father and son. Isn't that nice? They are a winemaker out of uh, the South France. It's coastal of Provence. Provence. Which... All you DGENs would say province, which is fine. You can mispronounce. We say we say Buena Vista. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, we mispronounce a lot of things. Salida, mispronounced. We do it on purpose, and that's fine for Colorado. You guys can keep just be ignorant. I love it. This particular wine comes out, and there's a very limited amount of cases that comes out every spring. They flood a market with cases, and once it's gone, it's gone. And Beeler Per Ife, just just say Beeler. Every every person and store and company in this town or any town that sells wines has this wine. It's kind of a big deal. People will come in and buy like five cases when it comes out to make sure they have it. It is um, a perfect representation of French rosé. So, with this area of the world, you're dealing with GSMs, Grenache, Syrah, Mouvet, and a lot of the times it could be a combination of both or only one. It depends on the winemaker and what he is feeling that vintage. What a good rosé should be. A, 
not sweet. Yep. All you fucking white Zinfandel people out there, that is fake wine. It's not okay. Stop drinking it. I, I. It's the only wine that I will tell you to stop drinking. It's bad. It's, it's and it's for bad people. And it's for bad people. Yeah. And you clearly have a case pending. Yeah. Your kids probably don't like you. It probably gets you through your day. It it might get you through your day. You know. And after the beaties happens and all you your, get sugar foot. All your laundry through oh. making dinner for your shitty husband. So when you drink white Zinfandel, you're in a constant rotation of laundry. Because you forget <laughs> that it was in the wash, so now you need to wash it again. Yeah. Cause you're just you're bad people doing bad things. If you like real wine, you will drink pink wine. Seriously. This is part of the gamut, guys. Yeah. We do reds, we do whites, we do rosés, we do sweets, we do sours, we do everything. What makes a good rosé beautiful is it has this, it tastes literally like spring. It's strawberries, pomegranates, cranberries. It's all these bright red fruits, but it's not so acidic that it burns your fucking eyeballs out. Yes, it's zippy. It's got acid in it. It's usually mid-alcohol. There's no real high-alcohol rosés except for some outliers. They're like 12-ish, right? Um, they Anywhere from 12.5 to 13.5. Yeah. But like Orrin Swift makes a 17% rosé, and it's literally undrinkable. But it should be like but, biting into a perfect like honey crisp apple. There is that. You know what I mean? And like, I... I, I and there is some. There and is I'm some, not saying it's going to taste like that. That's no, no, no. I see what you mean. It's the it's balance punch. of like that punch that of tart, tart with that sweet fruit flavor and crisp. Yeah, it's, it's just it goes away. Beautiful like Beautiful thing with rosé is it's zippy. Right, yeah. it comes in and goes out really quick. It's refreshing. It feels so good when you have the sun beating down on you. You might be under a fucking tree. This is this is picnic wine. If you love somebody, get a bottle of Beeler. Go out there with some fucking fruit and some cheese. Go enjoy. I, I guarantee you, your Uncle Aaron will tell you, you're getting laid. Yeah. You bring some Beeler and some fruit and some cheese to grass and a tree? Yeah. Granted, you might be on fucking government property. You might get run off. But if there's a price bub- we pay. If there's a bubbling brook behind you. Oh, sweet Jesus. Bro, I mean. You don't even need to get laid. You just. Don't even don't even wear pants. Just beat off. Yeah. It's. <laughs> the Beeler's great. It's got the fleur de on the front. This wine comes in like a lion and leaves like a lion. Um, What'd you pay for this little? This is typically floating around 16 bucks. Yeah, that's it's most rosés are not going to set you back. No, there's some there's some elevated rosés. There are um, that will um, cost you mid twenties, and they're worth every penny. Don't get me wrong; they're beautiful ones, um, Whispering Angel and like some big boxy ones. But you can pay a lot for rosé too. But you're never going to pay as much as like a, a red or a white no. of like status. These are wines that you can have, drink them right away. But Beeler, B-E-I-L-E-R, I cannot put upon you more. This is perfect spring rosé. It's got these floralities to it on the back end. It's got really beautiful uh, red fruit on the front end. It's crisp. It's clean. No caffeine. But Nuts. there is alcohol. It's fabulous. It's 
lovely. And since we're almost done with this bottle, mm-hmm. we should talk about what comes next, which is fucking summer. Summer, bitches! Bah, bah, bah. We are approaching. So normally in Durango, Colorado, uh, we have a couple of events, one of which we talked about already, which is the wine experience. Normally the yeah. big kickoff to summer is our <coughs> Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. Extravaganza, which is the taste of Durango, which apparently this year is not. It's happening. defunct. It is defunct, which sucks. Rightfully the, so. I mean, I get it. It I takes a why. lot of work to put that event on. It's a bummer for those of us that like to just wander into the streets and get loaded. Yeah, I mean, I miss standing in line for three hours getting heat stroke. Yeah, I mean, it's really cool. I've worked my share of. Uh, I will never the, do it again. Of those days. Me too. And, it's uh, disgusting. You, if you're on that side of the bar, believe me, you never want to do another taste of no, Durango. it's the ever worst. in your uh, life. But there are so many girls in rompers fucking uh, hammered out of their fucking and they, brains. And they all smell. Well, because here's the here's they, the key Why to do rompers. they stink so much? Can we talk about we rompers went, for two seconds before we talk about... Yes. Because this can is I a summer. can I preface the romper thing by there was a girl in a romper at the place that we go before the podcast to get our thoughts together. And she had her purse next to you at the bar. Yeah. And then I stood there and I was like, oh, I didn't know if she was sitting down. I didn't know what her deal was. She grabbed her purse. I was like, is it cool if I'm here? She's like, yeah, for sure. She grabs her purse and leaves. I go to grab the seat and it's just dookie odor. Just got You smell like shit. Whelmed. Why do you smell like shit? Um, You're a lovely young lady. Why do you insist on stinking like shit? I just, I understand the utility of a romper in the sense that it's a comfortable... But you should bathe. But you should bathe. Okay. I just want um, to put that out there. There is a hard part to rompers is like, what do you do when it's time to go take a shit? You've got to go fucking ankles. You go you, ankles with everything. You have to go full naked in the bathroom. Yeah. You have to strip down. Oh, you're you're done. You are naked in a public bathroom, but, sitting on a toilet, taking a shit. What if you are in a porta potty? Is and you have a romper? Really, that no, fucking worth it? It's not worth it. Well, so I have been told by experts in the romper field. <laughs> I don't agree with what you're about to say. <laughs> that in a porta potty, one. You don't take a shit. And no. maybe that's why she smelled like poop, because she had been like... She had to shit her Just pants. farting all over that's herself fine. for that's I thought they, I thought you gargoyle but it. But what you do is you pull it to the side. Okay, that makes... If, if it's you, baggy enough. Yeah, if it's baggy enough, Sometimes which most ain't. rumpers are, but you just pull it to the side and you piss yourself... And I promise you're pissing all over yourself. And that's your all that's happening. I don't know. Rumpers and you don't are, care. A They're, a They're, They're a nightmare. They're a nightmare. They're a nightmare. They're for Oompa Loompas. You know what is not a nightmare? We're about to talk about summer. Let's talk about the We ultimate. tried to get into it, but we got romper sidetracked. But okay. I will say this. What? I have one more point on the, the apparel. <laughs> I'm sure you do. Summer dresses. What happened to summer dresses? Just a lovely summer dress. You know how easy it is to take a shit in a summer dress? Why are you so obsessed with taking a shit in your clothing? I'm just saying, if you gotta pee, if you gotta take a poop... Taking a shit in public is something that happens once, like, every three months? I'm just saying, if you have to do it in a romper, though, <laughs> you're probably 
compromised in some way. So according to Bobby, shit before you go out. You're missing you the entire fucking point of this. And I'm the one that's I'm the one that's on mushrooms. <laughs> no, I know. That's what you're why. missing is the point that summer dresses are, by the way, way more fucking adorable. Way more attractive and functional. Super fucking functional. Right. right. If you want to <laughs> shit, Take a shit or get God, banged you were out. so fucking you're so obsessed with the shit. What if you want to get banged out in a public bathroom? We never mentioned that until right now. Yeah. And by the way, summer dress, way more functional. If you're that filthy girl getting banged out in a bathroom, there's more important things to worry about than your summer dress. I was just gonna say, God bless you. Yeah, well, thank I you. Bet you would. Thank I you. I bet you would. Enjoy, <laughs> enjoy <laughs> rehab and fall. Um, anywho, uh, so <laughs> any, uh, keep it coming, baby. Keep it going. Jesus. Um, we're gonna talk about summer music a little bit. Yeah. Right. We're gonna we're gonna gloss over some summer music. And by the way, remember our number because this is something we would love some input on. Oh we yeah. Would love some for feedback sure. on summer songs because yeah, we're. And, we're trying to delve into this topic, and we're yeah. coming up a little dry. Well, no, and we because, found them, but because there's a distinction, there is summer music that you feel compelled to listen to because it has summer in the title, and there's summer music right. that just feels like you're ready to take off out of a cannon. Summer music should be upbeat. It should be like fucking. If you're into metal, you should be fucking rocking. If it's R&B, you should be ready to fucking grind on somebody you love. Like, it's action music. Summer music is, this is where everything comes to life. It's the beauty of of dance music, R&B, rock. This is the fun stuff. It's not right. about staring at your shoes and get, being retrospective, a la Bobby, when he listens to The National. So, this is more about just having fun and letting loose. So... First song that comes to mind for me is obviously uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff, Fresh Prince. And I know Will Smith is no longer Will Smith anymore. He's become m- more unto himself. But yeah. Summertime, that jam literally is Summertime. It is the best song they ever made. I don't know if there's a song that crosses like culture and boundaries and and more than that song. Everybody knows that song. Everybody, if you hear that first, like, you get into the groove of what summertime is. And they're talking about cookouts and playing on a fountain and all that shit. But that was the first one that jumped into my head. What's the first song that jumps into your head? Well, if I'm being honest, none of them popped into my head. I had a weird realization that I think I live most of my musical life in the fall. (laughs) <laughs> like most of my shit is sad. Because you're sad. Yeah, I'm pretty sad. Yeah. I'm a sad old white no, man. No, I get it. I get um, it. But we've been thinking about this. So we talked about a couple. Um, you brought up this one. What? I have my song that I think I'm going to go with. Okay. But. There's not a song, by the no, way. No, there's If you want to claim it as um, such. But you brought up uh, Brian Adams, Summer of 69. Come on. And that is a summer song since I was a boy. It's a summer of 69. I mean, the opening fucking gambit, dude. dude. I got my first real six, six string. Bind the five, at the five yeah. and dime. It's fucking amazing. Dude, dude, it's such a, like... It was the summer of 69. White trash white kid getting yeah. his first guitar. Let's go. Right. 
right? I said, too, one of my favorite songs, and I didn't even equate this to a summer song, but it is, as much as this man I hear is a just a giant dog shit human, dude, uh, fucking um, Boys of Summer, Don Henley. Don Henley, yeah. Is he a dog shit per? I don't know. Yeah, he used to hire prostitutes and masturbate by himself and like uh, degrade them. Oh, he's one of those guys. He dude. was kind of a Louis. He's a, yeah, guy, yeah, but but worse. But worse. He would yeah. just yell at him and degrade him and jerk oh, no, off that's and way tell worse. him to leave. Yeah, that's really bad. No, Louis was like sweet when he did. It. I, he tried to <laughs> clean up after himself. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but no, like Boys of but Summer. No, that's is an a hitter, dude. It's a hitter, dude. Come on. Do you know what's fun one? See, and this is where we get silly. It's summer songs. Like Bobby and I are obviously like super, you know, like righteously nerdy about our music and you can't like that because it's not this but you have songs like uh summer in the city hot time summer in the city that's that's it feels like summer right i know summer's in the title so it's It's a little bit of a on the nose it's low-hanging fruit but that's okay it is what about go-go's vacation that is a fucking vacation's all i ever first of all that's a great song dude go-go's Listen, don't sleep on the Go-Go's. When we talk about music, we often get in a, into our little enclaves. And we do, very much. Especially you and I. Yes, we are very hipster and inclusive about our music. But, and exclusive about your music. 100%, because your music sucks. <laughs> but, like, the Go-Go's, that song, Vacation, is Dude. a fucking banger. Let's talk, don't you feel good? They were peak pop music and let's think about this let's 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 widen the net it's not so much summer music but it's music that makes you smile and feel good and that's we equate it with summer because summers summers when you're out of school summers when fucking you're out having a good time you're wearing fucking you don't have to wear parkas and fucking beanies you're out you're more skin more fun we equate that with just fun and non-seriousness. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fucking dudes, Sly in the Family Stone, hot fun in the summertime. Hot fun. Hot <laughs> fun in the summertime. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, there's a lot of, like, summer in the title songs that I think... Well, give me, like, a little list. Okay. Uh, let's go Grease. Okay. Okay. And it's not called Summer Lovin'. I always thought it was called Summer Lovin'. Summer Nights. Summer Nights. Olivia Newton-John, John Travolta. Come on. By the way, if you're ever trying to get laid at a karaoke bar, that's just do a say, duet. Oh my god. I need, we should do Grease. I need someone to do fucking Ugh, Summer Nights with so me. Gross. And then next thing you know, you're... And whoever eat, that poor young lady is. eating her out on a patio somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, you have on a fedora and a black duster. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Yo, uh, like Bowie, Summer. Yeah. Bowie and Jagger dancing in the street. Ooh. Oh. We might have to talk about that for a second. <laughs> yeah, there's so much other stuff going on. But it's a summer song. It is a summer song. It's a cover. It's a cover. It's like Martha and the Vandellas or something. It's a shit. very catchy, well done cover. cover song. Super but intimate. Here is the caveat to that fucking <laughs> what song. What are you gonna say, Bobby? Is we've all seen the video. <laughs> yeah, it's it rotten, dude. Fucking horrific. It's amazing. To watch them I fuck each other 
and for, sing into each other's mouths. Sing into each other's mouths. <laughs> and I get it. It's 2023. Let's go. It's all Let's good. Let's just sing into each other's get mouths. Get it. Sing Let's into go each get other's it. mouths. But, bro, when I was a kid watching it was that, weird. I'm like, what? I, I remember talking to my gay brother who right. was 10 years older than me when that song was and on. And he's like, oh, yeah, they're fucking. Oh, no. And I'm like, dude, what's going on with that? And it's he's like, they're like, fucking. And my, not only that, he literally said, this is too gay. <laughs> from a guy that probably had sex with a man six hours before that right. said no this is too gay it's too gay this for is anyone. too gay for everything <laughs> so let's move on <laughs> Katrina and the waves walking on sunshine ooh nice pull that's good right that is a it's fun honestly I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Mount Rushmore really that's a Mount Rushmore Walking summer on sunshine? song. Walking on sunshine. Okay. I got no. some. Lock it in. I got That's, some more. Okay. I feel this is very summer, but it's very disco androgyny, which okay. is Donna Summer hot stuff. Oh. It's a good one, Bro, dude. Oh, you can't get around that one. Got some hot stuff. Baby. Yeah. That's a great one. It's a good one. one. Zeppelin, Dancing Days. Okay. Okay. All right. I won't go Mount Rushmore with Dancing Days, but no, that is but a great, great upbeat. Song. It's kind from of a, weirdly psychedelic. Like, yeah. It's kind of fun. S- definitely sang by a guy that was wearing a fucking leather coat. Easily. You know what I mean? Uh, like, kind of weird. We touched on it. Bananarama. Bananarama. Cruel Summer. Cruel Summer. Come on. Come man. on, buddy. Come on, dude. You have to have no heart to at least... You don't have to sing it when you listen no, to it, you know, but I'm, you have to kind of like do this. I'm gonna you go. You have Mount, to do the shoulder shimmy. I'll go Mount Rushmore. Are you going, dude? You're spending your bullets, dude. I am We're, not. The podcast is ten more minutes. I am we not talking so about time. the Beach Boys or Jimmy Buffett. Nope, we're not I doing that. Refuse to talk about either that. one nope. of those things. That low-hanging fruit, which is not good music, All by right. the way. Do I bring up Nelly? Which one? Hot and her. Is that a summer song? That's pretty, that's pretty. That's pretty sexy, dude. Okay, I'm gonna put that versus. Yeah. Len, steal my sunshine. <sighs> if you steal yeah, my I, sunshine, yeah. I'm going steal my sunshine. <laughs> I'm gonna go steal my. And sunshine. And then I'm gonna put that verse. One of the best white boy romps of all time, which is Van Halen's Panama. Mount Rushmore. I Mount, mean, no, Mount Rushmore. How many people on the Mount Rushmore, Bobby? Well, so far, three, <laughs> motherfucker. There's one more slide. But no, come on. Panama? I'm going to give something only Bobby. Panama is. It's fucking be, amazing. Might be George Washington. Panama! That eh, might be George eh, Washington eh. on my Dude, summer song. So much fun, right? Dumb fun. Yeah. I'm going to give Bobby something he likes. I don't, but I know he likes it. Ooh. Cheryl Crow's Soak Up the Sun. Like you that like song. that, don't I you? I like that song. See, I don't I don't I like care. No, I like Cheryl Crow in her um she has a sense of na- naivete <laughs> that I think is does she? she does. I think her songwriting is adequate and her singing is adequate, but she has a she has a <laughs> sense of uh, naive whimsy about it. her that I find very attractive. We're gonna hit list it right now. Let's ready for Bring speed it. round? Okay, I got one, but go. No, I'll bring okay. this up at the end. I'm going so to play it at the I'm end. I'm going to fucking bullet point. Let's go, let's go. 
B-52's Rock Lobster. Rock Lobster's my dad. great. That's a good one. That's amazing. But I have other B-52 songs I would... For we'll, a we'll, we'll talk about, That's another podcast. Okay, Rupert Holmes. You don't know who that is. No. But he likes pina coladas. Uh, and getting high in the rain. Yeah. Let's go. Barry let's, Manilo. Let's go early 2000s <laughs> when the hood was the hood. Gin and Juice. Okay, that's close to a Mount Rushmore, dude. I'm saying, That's dude, a summer jam, bro. That's a summer jammy. That's a summer and jam. And you put in Good Day. Oh, Ice Cube. I like what you're doing. That is a great fucking... Today was a good day. Is that a Mount Rushmore? That is, that is the L.A. I think, summer song. Uh, it's, it's so close to being It's it. a day in the life. It's a day in the life, but everything was good, and you know, I didn't even have to use my AK. Yeah, today was a good day. Ooh, Gin and Juice was solid, though. I will say, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go cube on that. As far as hip hop history, nothing beats "Fight the Power." That's the ultimate summer song of all time. Let's go. If you put it in context, let's go. The song itself, you're not going to listen to that song, and you're not going to think, "Oh, this shit's about summer." But if you realize it's from fucking Spike Lee's, <laughs> yeah, dude, fucking do the right thing. Let's go. Where it is another character in that movie, yeah, because summer, of the goddamn the heat summer was a was another character. Should be in the credits. Do you want to go nerdy alty? Yeah, blister in the sun. Let me go on. So, okay, I love that fucking song. I love my boys from the films. Is that a summer song? I don't know. I don't know. I'm thinking about that. All right. But I like the feeling of it, though. It's quirky and fun. It does have an upbeat kind of vibey feeling. You could fucking pull down the top. Let's go. And listen to Blister in the Sun. One last one, and I'll leave it to your last one, because we are running over, and I appreciate your your patience. Dude, we're fine. Um. This is a fun conversation. This is an interesting poll. Now, we don't talk enough about Prince, but let me tell you, I have a copy of Controversy on vinyl uh-huh. in my house right now. Uh, myself and Rex are huge Prince fans. We actually had the Controversy when he had his dick hairs out, yep. out on the wall at some yep. point. Um, Prince is an obsession. For both of us. Uh, there is this song, which is one of my favorite Prince songs. that gets so overlooked over his catalog of brilliance. And when you think about it, think about the tune, this feels like summer. Raspberry Beret. Raspberry Beret. Yeah. There's something... I, th- I knew You were going to go with Raspberry Beret <gasps> Do you know what... or Little Red Corvette. I just read it. One I or just... the other. Both but apply. Said, but, Both yeah. apply. Do you know what I just realized in, Raz- in Raspberry Beret? They also talk about the five and dime. 100%. His boss was 100%. Mr. McGee. Yep. What is it about the five and dime in uh, summer? Uh, some fucking talk Minnes- to Brian Adams. Some Minnesota shit. Talk to know. Brian Adams. I don't know. I got- <laughs> Endless summer nights. Richard Marks. I He's cannot. Summer nights. I can't hear that song in my ear. <laughs> That's I think I that's one of Rex's favorite artists. Really? Way. And it's so weird. Whoa. Yeah, dude. It's hold weird. on. I know, dude. Really? Yeah, Rex dude. loves Richard Marks. Loves. Like follows him on Twitter, Instagram, like 
loves Richard Madison. Because I think I had a moment in my adolescence, because that's when he was... <laughs> that's when he was big. Becoming a big thing. Yeah. When I was like, I saw his hair, and I was like, nope. No. No. Nope. Dude, that... The, dude, he had the uber mullet. Dude, he had the weirdest mullet that I've ever seen. It was so poofy and big. Dude, it was party everywhere. Dude, party. There was no short anywhere. <laughs> it was just a... It was summertime in the front. He had a male version the of the back. bouffant. He did have a bouffant. He had a bouffant. He did. Uh, <laughs> give me your one that you've been holding back. I'm, I'm so not sure if I'm holding it back, but you brought up um, a big summer Southern Cal band. Yeah. Um, Mr. Rivers Cuomo... Um, you brought up holiday. Weezer. You brought up holiday. I brought Island in the Sun. And Island in the Oh, that's right. Island in the Sun. Whatever that song's called. That's you hate it. My least favorite album. I know. You know what it brought to my brain though what? was Surf Wax America. Oh, that's a good one. That is a surfer post punk song to be reckoned with, bro. That's dope. Sir Flax is a great fucking song. That's he's a great a song. Badass on the guitar. That's a great song. Well, he's a virtuoso on the he's guitar. A he just doesn't flex. He's a virtuoso. But you want to go scale the scale with Rivers? Good luck. Good luck. Um, I want to just give ourselves before we end this segment a pat on the back. Okay. Do you know why? Why? There was not one single sublime song. On this list that we talked about. Thank you, America. Thank you very much. Put this band to bed. Can we? You know, I'm going to piggyback on that thought. Okay, please. This is our pearl of wisdom. Yeah, do it. Um, This whole conversation, which we've been having now for an hour to yeah. prepare for this segment. Yeah. Um, Sublime never even fucking occurred to me. Didn't even occur to me. And why should it? Can we, as a culture... Just stop. Just stop. We're done. Stop. We get it. If we can go 10 years without me hearing a Sublime song, I might... I might, in retrospection, go, you know what? Okay. Yeah. I grew up in the middle of Redondo Beach when this was happening. This was in my backyard. It wasn't cool, man. No. I'm done. I will honestly say I have not since 1991 gone 10 fucking days without a sublime song. Without a sublime song. And is that a and testament? And I went through basic training. Is that and a, I went through, is know? that a testament to Bradley's shit? Yeah. No. He was a dude, the guy I get it. I get he it. He hit a nerve. I get it. But are can we just But we're can, can we, we be can we can we be over can it? We? Can we? I'm going to title this episode Can We with can Sublime? Can 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 we just not? Can we not? Can we not? Can we not? It? One summer. One summer of my life. One summer. I don't want to hear summertime and the living's easy. Ugh. I'm glad you brought that up. Thank you. Because fuck sublime. Fuck sublime. <laughs>